Hey, 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 let's get courageous today. You were made to be courageous. Welcome all you Courageous Cause Champions. This is Lainey Friedrich, and we're listening to the Couch to 5A podcast, episode 12 today. Today's topic is courage. Where'd you go? The story today is that this is a this is a first world problem, of course, so just roll your eyes if you're like, oh my God, that's the biggest problem she has to deal with. But it's what's in front of me right now, so that's why I'm sharing it with you. My laptop is from 2012, and it's at the end of 2018 right now, so it's been giving me some problems, uh, a few issues here and there that I've been ignoring and trying to fix. There was a an issue with my uh, fan that it wasn't cooling it off. I was able to load an app onto there and get the fan working. So I try and use my electronics as long as possible. Actually, anything that has a reasonably high ticket price, cars, whatever, I like to use until they die, basically, which is, uh, I'm finding, not a very good plan. I should start replacing them when they're about 10 years old, that's my my new thing is uh, after 10 years, you're starting to get on borrowed time. So anyway, my laptop was having some issues, and a few months ago, I had cracked the glass screen on it. It's, a, it's an Apple MacBook Pro, and I was on vacation, and I did not pack it well in the trunk of my car, and it flopped around a little bit, and the screen got some cracks on it. So I took it to the Apple store, and I think it was like $400 or something for them to fix it, and I decided not to have them fix it. I searched online and saw very helpful YouTube videos that made it look so easy. And I'll come back to that, make it look so easy in a minute for me to just buy a $20 piece of glass uh, size appropriately online and replace it myself. About two months ago, that's what I did. I bought the glass. It's been sitting in a box. It's been on my to-do list. And I had a weeknight this week, uh, actually Tuesday, it's now Thursday, Tuesday night, and I thought, okay, I'm finally going to attempt to change out this piece of glass. How hard can it be, right? <laughs> Hold my beer. Let me show everybody how I can do this. <laughs> so I started following the instructions, and I had the hair dryer out, and I was hair drying around the edge of it to get the... Um, the glue to soften up and I had already put clear tape over everything because the glass was already you know starting to shatter in, in places and I had seen those handy tips in some of these YouTube videos and it just went downhill from that point on <laughs> it was awful I had this tiny little screwdriver and I was trying to pop you know, parts of it up and I would just get little tiny shards of the glass coming up and I got more and more frustrated and it wasn't going well and and I just, I got way too heavy-handed with my poor little laptop screen. So the predictable outcome was that I was able to finally get all the tiny and large pieces of the glass off of my laptop. 
However, I damaged my monitor uh, a bit in the process. And this sent me into uh, just a big pity party. And it was interesting to me to realize that, you know, sometimes these things happen and it helps us determine or it helps open our eyes to areas of our life that we think we have a firm foundation underneath us and yet something triggers something like this that again is a first world problem. It's not that big of a deal, but it it opens up vulnerabilities that are the bigger deal. And for me, it really opened up uh, the vulnerability of, oh my gosh, I did not have the expense of replacing my laptop in my budget for right now. So that was a big burden. Uh, I was upset with myself for not being able to figure out how to change the screen out on my own successfully and for not trying to get some help from maybe a friend or somebody who might have a little bit more experience with doing things like this, not feeling like I had anybody in my circle of friends that I could have reached out to to get help with it. So it's just, I I was having this big pity party of, oh my gosh, everything is awful. This didn't work out well, and every single aspect of my life is now horrible. <laughs> and I'm just I'm just being real and sharing that because I just want you all to know that even though I have this courageous cause champion lifestyle, way of life, and I teach this to people, there are lots of times where courage goes out the door. <laughs> And I don't feel courageous at all. In fact, I feel quite the opposite. I feel like a five-year-old who wants to just curl up in a corner and wants everybody else to please fix all the problems in my life. (laughs) And usually when I feel vulnerable, I go to my self-care notepad and I take a look at activities that I've written on there for the week because that's what that's all about, right? Is energizing our core, energizing our life. And what I realized when I was looking on my list is my notepad list has sort of become, or maybe it started out this way, but it became very apparent to me that my notepad list items are mostly to-do items. And in that moment of feeling vulnerable, I didn't have it to give. I didn't have anything that I could output, so to speak. I, I couldn't you know, create or do a task. I really, in that moment, I needed to be nurtured myself. I needed someone to empathize with me and I needed to just feel like it was going to be okay. I needed some, I needed something to be pouring into me instead of me pouring out, if that makes sense. I hope, I hope that makes sense. I hope you all can get what I mean when I describe that difference. Again, the self-care notepad for me, normally um, meeting those eight self-care categories, it does feel energizing for me to work out and to, um, you know, go to social events and to do my spiritual practices normally. 
But when there's a big trigger that hits on those internal vulnerabilities, it's not about maintenance anymore, which I, to me the to-do tasks are about maintaining those eight self-care categories. This was all about I needed to repair, I guess would be a way to describe the difference. So I needed to repair the, the emotional part of me and the, this, you know, the financial vulnerability I was feeling, the emotional vulnerability I was feeling inside. And I need to, when I write my self-care notepad items going forward, I think I'm going to put a line down the middle of the sheet and on the one side have things that are output type of tasks and on the other side of the sheet have things that are, you know, activities or people or whatever that I can feel poured into by. Uh, Again, I hope that's clear. Where I found that support, interestingly enough, that made me emotionally feel better was I'm in a um, Facebook, uh, private Facebook group with other women, and it has to do with health and fitness, and I'll talk more about that one on another podcast because it's absolutely amazing. And it's a very supportive group of people. And one of the women had posted about her, you know, I guess weight loss, fitness, getting in shape, And how, as it starts to get near the end, closer to her final goal, she does a lot of like self-sabotage. And I related so much with that post and I commented back to her and I said the same thing. Like, yeah, I find that too. Like when I start to get closer to, you know, getting myself at the level of fitness that I want, it's really these these false beliefs, these sabotaging beliefs like, oh, you can't do that. You're not good enough. It's never going to happen. Who do you think you are? For some reason, you know, all those lifetime of insecurities all bubble up at the end. Um, They're like that nasty little gremlin or the little devil voice that's on your one shoulder and you got the angel on the other one that's cheering you on. You got the little devil. (laughs) And it was, and, you know, she responded back to me with, you know, encouragement and said, you know, we're all here together. And I realized that as an alpha girl, I like to take charge and take care of all my own stuff. Yet there is a part of me that needs to lean on others' shoulders from time to time. And this was one of those times, and that's where the support came from. So I was really, really grateful for that because she and I weren't talking about my computer situation, but I went to that website and, and that post resonated with me about, you know, here I am with my laptop and it's actually, you know, sort of a bigger picture with what's going on with me because it's not just the laptop, it's, you know, creating this, this business, the Grow Your Advocacy business and all of that. It represents all of that. So having the computer, um, mess up and not working and things, it sort of amplified like, oh my gosh, is, you know, are you really going to be able to do this business? You can't even get a, a cover off a laptop without killing your laptop. And it's just, it's funny how, how certain things, I'm sure you have experience in your life where certain things just amplify areas of need within us. 
what I ended up doing is calling the Apple store on Tuesday night and just saying, hey, here's what happened with my laptop. Here, you know, I'm, I'm in the market for a new laptop. What are my options? We were talking about the Apple Air instead of the Pro because I really don't use the majority of what's on Apple Pro. And uh, I was trying to keep it to a low budget. Um, and the the guy I was talking to from Apple told me about the refurbished Apple computers. And I thought, wow, that's great. You know, it's got the same Apple one-year guarantee, blah, blah, blah. So I thought, okay, that might be able to, might be a way to get an Apple computer. And I could get it in two days, whereas some of the newer ones, it was going to take a week or more, which was really going to set me back in my currently current marketing um, plan deadlines for my marketing project right now. And again, the, the cost was cheaper for the refurbished. So yesterday I went to the Apple store, took my computer and just told them what happened and was talking to them about the options of, you know, did they have an Apple Air I could, you know, just walk out the door with? And he said, yeah, in fact, we do. However, when we started talking in more detail, my laptop operating system and the files that I needed to transfer over was not going to be compatible with the new Apple Air. And the brand, brand, brand new Apple Airs can't, he said they they can't, I don't understand all this stuff, but that they can't load up a lower operating or an older operating system on the current MacBook Airs. Like the previous model and any of the older models, they can, which again made me feel upset because I thought I was operating under the most recent operating system on my computer because I, I had mentioned I had these fan issues earlier in the summer. And I swear to God, I made sure I, my computer was backed up and I updated the operating system because I know from dealing with my computer issues before, that's the first thing that Apple people ask you is, hey, when's the last time you backed up and what operating system are you running? Are you running our most current operating system? Well, I don't know how, why, or how, who, what, when, where, how, or why, but I was still, my laptop is still on El Capitan, which for any of you that are wind or Apple operating system in the know kind of people, uh, that was, that has since been followed with Sierra and then High Sierra, and now they're on Mojave. So I was on like four operating systems behind on my laptop. So it was very helpful to go to the store and talk through, hey, these are my storage needs, which had been fleshed out when I was talking to the guy on the phone the night before. And these are the, you know, if I can get something sooner, like in two days, that would be helpful. And I'm willing to go with a refurbished one in order to do that. And then he explained, you know, that the out, out the door in the box ones they have was were not going to be compatible with my operating system because they couldn't load the older ones. But he did assure me that if when I got a refurbished model, they could load a, an older operating system onto that. So it worked out fine. We ended up finding the um, MacBook Air, or sorry, not MacBook, but the Apple Air version that has the amount of memory I need, the, what are these things, processor speed that I need, and then when it comes to the store, it's going to get there tomorrow, 
they will load the old operating system on it, and then I can come home and transfer my files from my backup, which made me very, very happy because I had to step back and say, look at all the things now that I have learned. I've got this support, emotional support from this other fitness Facebook group. That's awesome. I've learned that on my notepad, I have to make sure that it's not always output to-do list items, that it's also sometimes things that I can, uh, where I can be on the receiving end of support And I was able to get the laptop for, I had in my head $1,400 after I got off the phone with the guy on Tuesday night that that was the max that I wanted to spend on this. And get this, I got the model $13.98.14. So there you go. So be careful what you wish for because the universe will deliver. Next time I'm going to say to myself, I want it for, you know, free (laughs) or something so I don't have to pay for it at all. But anyway, I was, I was pleased that it came in, in the dollar amount I had in my head, in the time frame I had in my head, and it's got the capabilities that I discovered in talking to the Apple person on the phone and the Apple person in the store that were very, very helpful in helping me understand all this. And I patted myself on the back because I do daily backups on my time machine. And my screen did cooperate yesterday while I had it at home, so I was able to do a lot. And now I'm thinking I might even be able to, I'm going to check and see if there's a way to get the screen replaced and have that as a backup computer just so that I don't run into this again where I'm uh, really... My hands are tied for today. I'm going to work on some um, printed out things today because my computer screen is not cooperating. And with a business, I just can't be down for, you know, two or three days. So at the end of the day, I've got all these things that worked out well. And even though courage seemed elusive, and I wanted to point out one final thing that was really, really powerful When I got done at the Apple store and I had um, finished my order, I just uh, laughed and I said to myself, I am courageous. I didn't, I wasn't feeling it, but I just said it to myself, like, I I am courageous. And a flood of, I guess, confidence came over me that made me feel so much better. I think just calling on that belief that we are courageous can help us to think in a courageous way. So carry that with you today. When when courage seems elusive, where you're like, courage, where'd you go? Just say to yourself, I am courageous, and you will feel the courage return. Namaste.